Being a fan of someone's music goes a long way. Today's guest brings back so many memories for me. Uh, it goes back to 2002 when I heard his song Hard Road on the Much Music Countdown for the first time. And um, I'm not trying to age him. I mean, he's got, <laughs> he's got a, a, an amazing, unique sound. Please welcome for Sam Roberts. How's it going? Thank you for doing this. Thank you. You got a new album, All of Us. Uh, kind of a surreal time for you guys going back on tour. Hopefully things are opening up so you guys can start Sam Roberts Band and get on the road and, and get some of this music out to the masses live. Like how, how antsy are you to get out there and, and sing live to people? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to, uh, it's hard to express uh, this, this sort of the level of anticipation that we've been sort of living with and also just uncertainty that we've all been living with. And, and again, this isn't just particular to, to musicians or, um, you know, creative folks this is this is everybody just sort of waiting for this green light to re- return to the uh you know a so-called normal life and i i think where it where it really hit home for us was last fall putting out a new record and realizing that for the first time uh in i guess the history of the band that we weren't going to be able to go out and follow up that release uh with with live performance and and in in that sort of you know the dawning of that realization came this i guess the recognition that it's how how interwoven the two things are that when you make new music it's not just about the recording process it's not just about sort of making it available to to the public it's about then hand delivering it from town to town it, playing it live and how much that sort of cements the the idea of a, of a new record. So it feels like we've had this kind of big open end, you know, uh, just sort of this open door swinging in the breeze. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to just, you know, yeah, playing it. I don't want to say closing the chapter on this record, but at least making the record feel like it's complete. Yeah. Um, all of us uh, had a chance to listen to it. Wolf tracks, the, the beginning um, song at the very, the very top of this record. It was such an ambient experience. Um, when you write songs, I know uh, you've got your own unique sound. Um, I do have to say, I, I, we, we talked about how I, I've only seen you once play live mm-hmm. of all my um, time being a fan of your music. And uh, you sound exactly like the records, if not better. So it's, it's fantastic. But um, Wolf Tracks is a very unique sound. It's an ambient sound. Um, what went into writing that song like is um you've got a such a unique uh song song uh writing style like how do you compile the song and make it sound the way it came out um what is where did that start i you know i so much of the songwriting process not to not to sort of uh uh, I guess try to unravel the mystery of of songwriting, but so much of it just happens by accident, or at least it starts by accident. And you know, I'm sitting in the room here in my basement where I write songs, and it, it could be the day of the week, which instrument I decide to pick up first that morning. But I kind of have a, a ritual where I come downstairs and I try to make it feel as much. Uh, I want to legitimize my working life, so I try to treat it like a you know, what I call, you know, an office job or something and go and sometimes it's the guitar. Sometimes it'll, you know, sitting down at the piano and for a song like Wolf Tracks, you know, I just turned on a, a, a synthesizer and, you know, things just start happening and they're not all good. 
and they're not all meaningful necessarily but when i think part of uh becoming a more experienced songwriter is recognizing when something good is happening and then chasing it and honing in on it or focusing in on it so you know uh wolf tracks like any any other song just sort of begins yeah um just serendipitously and and then it's up to you as the songwriter to kind of give it shape and and make it into something meaningful so but i kind of knew with that song that it was going to be the first whatever our new record it was the first song i wrote for our record and it, i knew that it was going to be the first song i wanted it to be the sort of the entry point or the gateway to to this next record which is kind of strange to say because i hadn't written any of the other material so how do you know that that's going to be the first song but it just had a pretty strong feeling about it so in its own way that song ends up informing how all the other songs take shape as well it's a bit of a domino effect how hard is it for you to fit the lyrics once you write the instrumentals into the song <laughs> you've you, you spoken before how they kind of sometimes bounce back at you like a like a, yeah. an organ being rejected from a body mm -hmm. like how do you know when it's right oh i mean that can be you know sometimes it happens right away it's just like a hand and glove situation and you know the the two things are happy the words and the music and the melody uh in a lot of cases, though, those words will just keep coming back at you to say, no, this isn't right, this isn't right, and then you just chip away. I mean, writing words is such a personal thing, and when you sing it as well, you're sort of, it's, it's the most exposed you feel in the songwriting process. And even if you're alone in the room, it's, it can be a bit embarrassing, to be honest with you. You know, you're sitting there, you're singing, you're singing these words and you feel a little bit silly, you know, and you've, you kind of have to get over that, that self-consciousness that exists, um, you know, the first kind of passes through when you're writing lyrics and, and eventually you sort of gain, you gain a bit of momentum. You start getting used to the sound of your own voice. It's, I mean, everybody knows what it's like to hear your voice on an answering machine. And you, you think to yourself, what? That's, that's what I sound like? Well, I still feel like that about my singing voice after all these years of, of you know, writing songs and recording songs and singing on stage, you know. So you kind of have to get over that self-consciousness. And once you do, uh, you know, yeah, hopefully you're off to the races at that point. Do you, ever, do you ever have times where you sit down and you just cannot get a song or anything together that day? And it's like, you, you kind of like, like writer's block, right? Do you mm -hmm. ever just, what do you do to kind of cure that? You just go on to the next riff or, or just walk away for a bit and come back? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, sometimes you, sometimes you have to uh, just sort of bite the bullet uh, because it's going to happen and it, it's going to happen a lot. So you have to sort of have a bit of a plan, right? Like what you're going to do when that, or when that, and sometimes you walk away. Sometimes you just say, you know what, I'm going on to the next riff or I'm going to go mow the lawn or I'm going to do something completely different. I'm just going to check out. And then other times you have to sort of say, no, I'm not going to get bucked off the horse that easily. And I'm going to stay with this uh, until I have some kind of breakthrough. And those are the, obviously the most punishing uh sort of journeys to be on but they end up if you can get if you can persevere and get through to that moment where you say okay now i think i'm on to something good um it's it's worth the struggle you know
Full, I fully agree with you. Um, let's let's talk about your tour. I mean, up the upcoming tour, Mono Whales Chaos, which is absolutely amazing to see that that guy's still going. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Mays, and you guys are headlining. This is a, a pretty special tour. Um, obviously, coming out of what just happened in the last year and a half, right? So I'm really happy to see that you guys will be back on the road. Um, how excited are you guys to finally just go play? I, I and it's hard to believe that it's actually happening. And it, it, you know, some part of me is like, until I'm up, up on the stage, I won't believe it. But uh, we, we've played a few shows in the last couple of months that have, uh, I guess, been indicators as to what lies ahead. And it was, you know, we played at the Calgary Stampede uh, a few weeks back, and just. <laughs> being out there in front of, you know, living, breathing human beings again and just seeing the release on the, from the stage. Obviously, my perspective is, you know, I'm looking at my bandmates and everybody's just got a grin from ear to ear. Uh, so, so happy to be back up in, our, in, you know, I guess what we think of as our natural habitat, but also just seeing the crowd and how much this means to them, how much it's... Uh, it's been a difficult thing for people who love live music uh, to not be able to, you know, come out and, and participate in something that's obviously very, very uh, important to them. So it was just, uh, there's a real feeling of, of letting go. And I'm, 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 I'm going to be so happy to be a sort of facilitator, I suppose, of all of that letting go and just bringing people back to, to back together that, that that communal experience of being in a crowd there's just nothing quite like it and it's it is very fundamentally human on so many levels so so to be sort of be there to witness it but also to engage in it and just sort of you know uh, energize that process i'm really looking forward to it i i think your, your music like just talking about how uh, unique your music your sound is it does bring people back together and it, it keeps people together it's uh there's so many great songs and i don't know where to start but uh don't walk away eileen who's eileen can you tell me <laughs> uh, eileen was a fictional character I, you know i wish I, I was talking to somebody recently about this i wish i've got to go and rewrite the history you know of all these songs to come up with better stories for who eileen was for example but you know the honest truth is we talked earlier about accidents and sometimes it's just sort of what name fits the the song in the moment now of course the idea of an eileen is um you know that can be more or less personal depending on you know um who you're talking about but uh so but the actual eileen yeah is a total and and the thing is that there's this other song, very famous song, which I love very much, which is called Come On Eileen. And I couldn't even think of a more original, you know, we're already talking about this ultra famous classic song. And I couldn't even think of another name, you know, I don't know why, but it just stuck. And that was it. That's it's you know, what there's so many songs you probably have that you have to sit down and actually think about the time and place you were in just to mm-hmm. remember what it's all about. Um you know, Brother Down, you know, Hard Road, one of my favorite songs. Ascension is a good song as well, off the new record. It's got a wicked riff. Um, when you when you, when you you come up with, with lyrics, like here's a lyric right now, uh, off Hard Road, I've been dying since the day I was born. Like, where did that come mm-hmm. from? That, that, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just I mean, don't, I mean, I don't know, to be honest. It's, you know, sometimes you just feel like you're sort of reaching out there, uh, into the air and, and pulling out ideas. Sometimes 
you know, you're you're talking before about the sort of relationship between the lyrics, but also the like, trying to write lyrics over music that already exists, and that's how I write songs a lot. Which I write the I'll write the whole song out. I'll have all the parts, you know, figured out from keyboard parts to drum beats to guitar riffs, and then all of a sudden you have to, you know, in my mind, the pressure of not ruining all this nice music that you've just written with with bad lyrics and you know once in a while the sort of music gods are are smiling on you and they they'll just sort of throw you a line and the line just fits the it fits the spirit of the song it also you know it can be yeah it has to feel good to sing it you have to feel like you uh like you mean it you have to feel a sense of ownership i suppose or connection to what you're singing and that was one of those lines just for example where it just sort of well there it is uh other lines have to be chiseled into shape where you kind of like constantly just twisting and manipulating everything until it fits right and again until you feel like you can deliver it with with uh conviction it's like playing a game of tetris right you know at some That's point <laughs> It's going to fit. And, um, you know, you've had such a great journey through your career. Um, Sam Roberts band was it 2002. You came out with the inhuman condition EP, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then 2001, 2001 was the, the sort of unofficial launch of the inhuman condition. And then 2002 is when it kind of got, uh, well, brother down started, uh, getting some airplay on the radio and we signed a, a record deal uh, to an independent label called Maple Music, and that was kind of the beginning of our of our official journey. Just just looking on, like I've been doing some research for quite some time, um, and you know, being a music lover, I do listen to you, but I also listen to other music. But focusing on an individual, a band, and sitting down and, and listening to everything they they put, have put out in the last, you know few years is, is absolutely amazing. When I look up you on YouTube, I see your, your, your performances live. I see a playlist and I went through that playlist. I just put it on and like all these songs, like there's so many great singles that you've written. Uh, you have great material and such a unique sound. And I've been a fan since the beginning, like I've said. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, um, it's something to be said. Like, yeah, I have, yeah, like, I feel you. Yeah. Brother down hard road. Don't walk away at lean. Like there's so many great tunes, man. And I, I'm really happy that you were able to to keep uh, pushing out great songs with your band. Yeah, me too, man. Well, thank you, first of all. But, you know, I mean, just hearing you say it, it's kind of, I, I think it reminds you, you know, I guess it's like opening the door at the beginning is one thing. And we were lucky we had a song, we had Brother Down playing on the radio, and, and it definitely opened the door. And that door was difficult door, a rusty hinge door that we'd been trying to open for quite some time uh, prior to that, a, a good decade of, of kind of slogging away, trying to find somebody to champion the band. And But what you don't realize when you get that first opportunity is that it is just the beginning and that the difficult part is, is what's ahead. And yeah, it's obviously writing music that will be meaningful to people but also writing music that you you know can stand behind and i don't know if being proud of is the right word necessarily but um 
yeah, just music that you feel is like true to true to you, and to do that in a way that still can sustain a career over time, and that becomes the sort of weird chemistry that needs to work out uh, in order to keep making record after record after record. I, I think um, for me, I think of uh, your music as making me feel really good when I listen to it, and it's well, that's good. <laughs> uh, it's something that you know I don't. People love it. Like when they hear it, if they hear it for the first time, they love it. My children were able to hear your music for the first time, Brother Down, you know, all the songs. Um, obviously, maybe kind of annoyed after a few days of me talking about it, but, um, you know, they love it, right? You know, it's so cool. Um, this is a, a career that I hope lasts you a, quite some, a long, longer time um, going on from today onwards, man. It's uh, you got well, so thank much. You to come it's i'm so excited for this tour i hopefully i will be able to come see you at some point if you i hope so too i i hope so too you know and thank you for the uh thanks for the well wishes same goes back to you for sure uh but uh yeah i mean the 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 fire is still burning hot and bright in not just myself but my bandmates and i'm representing them here today and you know what i love about our of our, our group is that we we don't dwell on the past too much. We don't sort of relive our past you know, successes or failures uh, um, past a certain point. And we, we still talk a lot about the future. And I think as long as you, you have your, your, your gaze directed uh, towards the horizon, then, you know, the inspiration will be there to write more music and uh, play good shows. I think the one lyric that kind of sticks out to me is uh, we're all in this together. Uh, keep moving. Don't stop. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that I would kind of coin to that. What you just mentioned there, right? Um, such a, it's, it's a, it's a saying that you can kind of look at now. And uh, it, it also relates to the, what happened in the last year and a half, right? Uh, a lot, a lot of your music relates to, you know, some of the sayings you have said, it kind of relates to things that, you know, we've all endured through this last year and a half. And it's, it's really cool to have that, that kind of be the, the guideline for me to just look back and just kind of hear that. Right. It makes me feel good to finally speak with you, Sam. It's, it's been such a great time. Um, in, in the end, this show is called meet me for coffee. And, um, do you enjoy coffee at all? I'm, I, I enjoy coffee too much. Yes. You know? okay, and great. as, as I had, I have more kids. I have three kids now. My coffee consumption goes up exponentially with each child that I had, you know? So I don't know how many cups a day I'm on right now, but it's, uh, it's essential, uh, yes. to my, my survival and my sanity for sure. What do you, what are you taking your coffee? Just milk, just awesome. a bit of milk. That's it. You know, um, I, I, th I weaned myself off sugar when I was like, you know, in my late teens, I think. And then there's no going back once in a while. I like a nice black coffee too, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, every morning I have a, one of those stovetop, you know, uh, Italian stovetop and make a pot of that. And yeah, it's gone. Well, you Moments heard it later, here first. You know? This is great. We got Sam Roberts uh, coffee on, on, on recording now. This is awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Sam. Uh, let's do this again soon. I, anytime, man. It's been a pleasure talking to you and uh, you stay well and we'll see you at a concert sometime soon. See ya.